Welcome to the podcast. We got talking and other stuff as well. This is me, Muzaki Zaina, back again, Mental Picture episode numero seven. Woo. Um, yay! And that is Anwar Hadi as well. Back at it back. again. Back again. With back the, again with the fingers. Black flip flops. <laughs> you. Um. Uh. Yeah. So. 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 Uh, Anwar is back. Uh, we're gonna talk about stuff and things today. I think uh, we've been rambling quite a bit in the Mental Picture podcast, and I apologize for those of you who have no idea what's going on. I feel it's important to sort of streamline our topic back into its original, you know, thing, where I want to talk. I want to talk about comedy. You know, we're comedy. Uh, hashtagged podcast And so I feel it's fair To get back to what we're doing You know Which is talking Around comedy About comedy The comedy scene You know Humor in general In Malaysia And beyond So um, Anwar What's up? You uh, You had An idea to, You had something in mind To talk about in, uh, For this recording Of the podcast For this episode yeah. Um, well, what? Yeah, yeah. Would you tell our listeners what it is that you you decided? Yeah. This is how well, how it happened. I was driving home from work, and uh, Anwar was like, "Yo, can we talk about this?" He sent me a link to a podcast, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is good. Preparation. That's always good." <laughs> and <laughs> pre-planning. And like, oh, yeah, pre-planning. Wow, that's the concept. So um, we're turning uh, professionals now. <laughs> We're totally pro, bro. Yeah, so, so why don't you tell the listeners what is this podcast episode that got you so excited such that you want to talk about the, uh, the, about the thing on the podcast? Yeah, I, I didn't want to talk about it per se. I wanted to hear what you had to say about it because you're a, a, a com- a, a, like a legit comedian and I'm just a comedy <laughs> fan. And okay. um, basically, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a podcast called... Um, what was it called? Revisionist History by Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell is a is an author, best-selling author. He has uh, several books out. Uh, I am a fan of his books. I am also a fan of his... F- uh, uh, pan? I am a pan. Yes. Uh, yes, you're you, a pan of his pan. You can make some yeah, pancakes pan. on me. Yeah, I'm such a pan. <laughs> From- <laughs> I also enjoy uh, Gladwell. He's, he's one of my favorite guys as well. Um, I have a book. What the, what the what the dog saw is in my glove compartment all the time. Ooh! So, <laughs> when, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever wh- I send my car to service, what the dog like, saw okay. was uh, my entry into uh, Malcolm Gladwell. And after I read what the dog saw, I read. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good entry point. Yeah. All the other books. I feel like all the books would be great entry points. So if you see a Malcolm Gladwell book, and you enjoy reading in general, I would yeah, highly yeah, recommend it. <laughs> You can get yeah, those books on iBooks. Ayo, uh, <laughs> promo code Pecha. <laughs> and you will get nothing off. Uh, because we are not sponsored. Yes, iBooks. Hashtag iBooks.com yeah. slash menthol Pecha. And that, oh, God. that website does not exist. It doesn't exist, actually. It yeah. leads you to a 404. So if you which would is like. the promo code. Promo code 404. You put it. Okay. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, we're veering way yeah, off yeah. track. Um, so, so, so the episode. So uh, this episode was called. Um, this latest episode was called satire paradox. The satire paradox. So mm. 
mm-hmm. Malcolm Gladwell talks about uh, satire and how it seems to create a paradox when uh, its initial intention is to make fun of and point the flaws of uh, a certain institution or a power structure right but yeah. but ends up creating no difference at all uh it's an interesting episode and if you would like uh to listen to that one you know you can find it uh, find that podcast on any of your favorite podcasting apps you can also yeah. find uh, mental pecah on your uh, podcasting apps favorite podcast yeah we're on itunes now guys yeah. by the way if you're listening to this so. on on SoundCloud Apple we're on music. we're on iTunes now we're on uh, other yeah. other stuff as well wherever you wherever you get your podcast we are now on it yes yeah, yeah. go to podcast.com slash picha for <laughs> for a 30% <laughs> discount <laughs> off, 30% off of nothing the, off of the 404 page <laughs> um <laughs> shit okay and, and, uh, anyway right after I listened to that uh, episode I immediately uh, forwarded the uh, podcast episode to Moze and uh, he listened to it and um, and now I, w- I just want to sort of hear your thoughts on it Wh- I mean what were your immediate reactions to the uh, after listening to that uh, episode I've- Okay. All right. So just just for some for people who did not, you know, you can you can choose to for more for a better enjoyment of this episode, pause it right now and go listen to Malcolm Guywell's The Satire Paradox because it's a really good episode. Uh, but if you choose not to do that, I'll try to summarize it as best I can. Uh, in that episode, uh, Malcolm uh, examines uh, different scenarios where uh, satire in the Western world, at least, is in, in his in his research, the U.S. and the U.K. Or, the, or really more the U.S. Uh, style of uh, satire um, uh, is uh, in a way toothless or, or slash does not have the intended effect because either the comedian is not doing it well or, is, or the audience does not perceive it to be satirical. Uh, the points that the comedy piece was supposed to make did not come across. Uh, creating a paradox where the satire wants the audience to think a certain way, but instead they 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 don't or they do the opposite. Now, before you know getting into any of this, let's talk about what satire is. Now, satire are, uh, is a way of speaking truth to power. That is to say, a way to make fun. Of uh, an authoritarian figure, an authority, or a system, a ruling system, by taking a certain aspects of what they do and amplifying the flawed logic or the flaws in their thinking or in their action or in their doing. Uh, forms of satire include parodies, uh, uh, mimicry, uh, um, you know, any uh, any form of of comedy uh, where. Not necessarily comedy, really. Any form of expression where you mock somebody, uh, so such that you you mock somebody lah, really. When you mock somebody directly or indirectly, then it is uh, satire in a way, right? So okay, I, mean, I'm, I I hope I'm not being too vague with my description of what satire is, because you can you can just mock somebody and it's not satire. But it's just called, you know, being a can, jerk. You can still be. But, you can miss him being a jerk. 
<laughs> that's also mocking <laughs> somebody, but it's not satire. Yeah, Let's yeah, be yeah, honest here, satire. guys. It's yeah, not it's, satire. Yeah, it's a very lazy form of satire. La. Satire means taking a person's uh, arguments and then exaggerating it to its logical conclusion and, and so that the audience will see that there's a flaw in the thinking. Okay, so that's, okay. Uh, that's satire, do you, right? Do you have any, like... Uh, Examples of uh, satire, you know, just a. Quick uh, one. I'll I'll just I'll just use a, 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 an example of uh, an example that 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 was that Malcolm Gladwell uses, which is Stephen Colbert. So Stephen Colbert is oh shit maybe this is a little too far off. I want let's let's try to keep it here. Uh, example of satire is let's say. Um, I uh, oh man, this uh, requires some like I wish I, like, I would have written down some 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 examples for this. It would have been a better, clearer, and more you know quality podcast. But, <laughs> but right. uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just use Malcolm Gladwell for example. Uh. So Stephen Colbert is a satirist, okay? Uh, the Stephen Colbert, the character from the Colbert Report, where he takes uh, right wing uh, arguments, conservative arguments. And then pushes it to the extreme such that you understand the flaw in the logic. So the, he will say something like, uh, um, he will say something like, okay, obviously we should block all the Muslims forever from, from coming uh, into America because they're dirty. They are wrong. Just, just their religion. See, it's, it's, it's the religion that, that means they're wrong. Just by, we can just judge everybody by their character. Of course, why not do that? You know, uh, the, the more you hear somebody say this loudly, the more you understand that, wait a minute, that's, that, that's, that's the wrong thing to say. You know what I mean? Which, which a person who is actually conservative and actually has these views, they won't want to portray themselves as, you know, uh, anti-Muslim in that way. Now, I hope I'm not making a mess of explaining what it is. Do you know um, any, like, uh, uh, local references? Uh, I, nothing comes to mind because I don't really, I'm not terribly well read of the local satire tradition uh, only because uh, a lot of it gets suppressed <laughs> you know what I mean here <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, um, you can look at political cartoons macam Zuna punya uh, stuff uh, where he, you know he, get, he, get, he gets caught for uh, drawing cartoons can, because the cartoons are satirical the cartoons make fun of people in power when you make fun of people in power you katoy why? because you are showing them the, 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 the truth uh, hey, look! This is what you're doing. This is what people think you're doing. This is what you would do. Tak berani nak bagi tahu the people, and so they shut him up. But when you think about it, it's just a cartoon. You know what I mean? So what's the, what's the thing? What's 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 the deal? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Truth is very difficult to express uh, or to see in, in from from some, some another person's perspective. Sometimes when a person is abusing their power, they don't realize that what they that that's what they're doing. And so satire is important so that, you, so that they themselves can see this and still go, oh, haha, it's funny. Oh, alamak, betul lah. I, I do do this. this. The tradition of satire has existed uh, since... Okay, do, do you know this? Uh, the medieval times, uh, the, the character of the fool or the jester. Yeah, the court jester. Yeah, the court jester, right? This court jester is, uh, is not just there to entertain the king. The congestion is there also to uh, to relay the complaints and grievances of the people, uh, or in uh, in a way that's funny, and also to point out 
the flaws of the king's either rules or the king's himself or, her, or the queen herself uh, so that everybody understands it on an equal level and you ca- can all equally have a laugh at the fool and then the king can balik to his quarters and go okay wait a minute the fool made a good point there hope it's good I made it in comedy so I can you know I can I can very tactfully change my ways meanwhile the people also feel that their grievances are heard and only the person the only person at risk of death is just the court jester so so that's, that's the that's the purpose of satire even way back when um uh, i think this is you know a topic that i might not be terribly well equipped to talk about now be- not because i don't understand it but it's because i worry that the listeners won't have enough you know point of reference i guess to understand what i'm talking about i i, I worry about the audience right now uh, yeah the <laughs> well, uh, main yeah, point yeah, is yeah. Try and listen to the Malcolm Gladwell episode first, <laughs> and then uh, return to this one. Uh, yeah, wow, that's that's a way to not alienate the audience, can? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. Let's uh, so satire, 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 satire. You will see the kami semua penghasut painting the 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 spray painted you know McDonald's thing on Najib's face. Um, that's a that's a form of uh, of, of of protest of, of of civil protest. Um, you can call it satirical. Is it funny? Not not necessarily. But political satire is like that. The purpose is not really to to joke around. The, pur- the purpose is to communicate flatly to everybody. Uh, to the the what what is the 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 flaw of the people in power. Satire does not work if you do it. Uh, to the people who, people who are, do not have power This relates to the idea of punching up Versus punching down Which is another thing Are you aware of this? Uh, the punching up Punching down thing? Yeah I've heard it before Right Yeah so uh, I think uh, This relates a little bit to the dark humor uh, Stuff that uh, I talked with Ayman In the previous episode uh, When you want to talk When you want to uh, make fun of something uh, You must be it's, it's, it's important, I think, in my opinion, to try your best not to punch down, not to make fun of people who are not in position of power relative to you or relative to the character you portray. Because when you do that, you are bullying. If you... Let's say... Let's pick up... Let's, let's take a parody, for example. Uh, Yuna and Usher's parody. Let's talk about that. Okay. So, when you parody Yuna, it's fine. Because hey, she's a star. She's a musician. Let's 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 kind of you know wear a silly thing in my head and try to sing in a breathy voice and try to make fun of whatever it is. People will just think it's cute. Or if you actually have a point to make, you know, maybe it'll be funny. But uh, it's fine for you to do that, you know, whatever. But uh, if you do blackface, then you're making fun of four hundred years of you know slavery. Slavery, yeah. <laughs> then, then it's that, not funny anymore. That's because, punching yeah, down. Yeah, that becomes punching down. So uh, it becomes bullying lah. So so satire only works if you are uh, making fun of positions of power. And uh, laughter is a sign of agreement. Uh, I talked to Ayman also uh, before, and in my uh, channel, uh, YouTube channel, where I think, where it's true, I feel the comedy and uh, laughter is a way for us to level with each other. The way you talk to your mom, who is a person of authority, you can you can't talk to her straight like ma. You, you know, it feels tactless. So you maneuver around it with humor. 
you bring out to bring bring it to the level that you can understand each other. How how does a new teacher try to control the class? The teacher tells a joke. She brings everybody's guard down. Everybody's relaxed, and then she can start teaching. You know what I mean? Well, so in the same. Well, <laughs> as a te- well, as a teacher in school, I mean. I mean, it's one way you can do that. I'm not it's saying it's one way. way. It's one. It's way. one way you can do that. It helps. Yeah. Th- this is how 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 how. I'm not, I'm not saying nah, this is not all teachers pe- start with not, a joke. It's yeah, not, you know, it's not, pe- it's not a pedagogical <laughs> it's not lesson right here, right now. Yeah, yeah. This is not a. I'm not trying to tell you how to be a teacher. I'm just saying it's one of the tools you can use comedy to to level uh, 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 people uh, as a speaker to the audience, as as anybody to anybody. Um, humor is a tool to to level uh, to level with, with each other, and satire is another sharp tool you can use to point out the flawed logic, flawed reasoning, silly actions, silly sayings of the people in power, such that uh, such that the point is to make them realize, or make people who are siding with them realize the error of uh, their decisions or sayings or actions. So that's what satire is, and that's why if you really don't understand why people are, you know, why we're not allowed to say certain things, make fun of certain things, I'm making finger quote marks in the air. Uh, it's because <laughs> it's it's because of this. It's because satire works. You see, if humor doesn't work, uh, the no, nobody will care about the Badu Najib. Najib will just come and go, ha ha ha! Look, this guy is great. Let's give him a, a, a scholarship to to for to go to art school. Um, you know, but he doesn't. Why? Because Tikisan, because he feels it, because he knows what that means and what this guy is trying to say and trying to do. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, that's satire, which is I think is a super sharp, powerful tool uh, that we, of course, are handicapped in Malaysia lah, to to be using in a really super effective way. A lot of us, I think, have fallen into self censorship. So, but we see other people get censored, and so we censor ourselves. It's hard to be brave with satire, as Malcolm Gladwell points out. You know, SNL, as big as as SNL as SNL is, they themselves put still takut to really, really, truly take a stand and make fun of people. You know what I mean? And 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 bring them down truly. Like you know, like oh, I make fun of this person, and then datang, oh, okay, I guess I should be nice. It's like, uh, okay, so what do you stand for? Again, I make I, I understand that because SNL has no reason to be politically. Incline one way or the other. They're they're a comedy show. You know what I mean. Their point is to be funny. When when I heard Malcolm said, you know, your satire is toothless. Uh, you 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 are not brave enough. I'm like, yes, yes. SNL is a, is a show about, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a sketch show. The, the the point is to make people laugh. Yes, Tina Fey is just joking around, and Letterman is also joking around because their point is to just make people laugh. They, they don't get the laugh. Yeah. they're not doing the job. It was never you intended know? to be anything toothful, one. It it was just for for a goof, as uh, as Tina Fey yeah, said. Yeah, as it. Tina says. Yeah. yeah. So, macam, uh, but but political satirists like John Oliver, uh, John Stewart, and Stephen Colbert, the Colbert Report. They really are trying to uh, send a message, John Stewart especially, uh, because you sit, watch a, a whole half hour of a show, you 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 learn that oh wait a minute, some of these bits he's not laughing, the audience is not laughing, you know, like that he's really pointing out some serious issues and like oh okay oh roll oh, like this in the satirical way, 
So uh, we don't really have it here. I think some. Of, if, I think if you're a fan enough of a comedy to listen to this podcast, like I should. I really shouldn't insult the intelligence of listeners. If you're listening, if you found this podcast and you're listening this far, I I'm sure you understand how what satire means and and how we need it here. We need mainstream satire here, but we're never gonna get really mainstream. So uh, as best as we can, I guess we make do with what we have. We make do with the. Cartoonists that we have on Twitter, we, you know what I mean. Yeah, we may do the the Twitter jokes hiding behind pseudonyms, um, which they have to do. Otherwise, you know they they cannot check makan in real, real serious circumstances. So I feel if you if you find political cartoons, if you see satirical works, and you agree with them, give them a signal boost. You know. Retweet them or, or share them with the WhatsApp or really understand what the message that they're trying to communicate is, because um, um, I'm sure uh, nine times out of ten it's something very important that we need to internalize. My, I've never done any real real satirical work on stage because I've never gotten any laughs. I've never gotten any laughs for it uh, because I don't really I can't really find the right way to do it. I think. But what disheartens me the most is people are tired of talking about how bad um, uh, the situation is politically. People come to comedy shows, they're just so tired. They make the same jokes over and over with their friends and their mama about how terrible everything is. And um, and uh, they just put nut. It just, it just saddens me. You know what I mean? Imagine that. Imagine you are so lethe of being, you know, of being shoved bullshit down your throat. That you just accept it. It's so. It's so. You know. It's so yeah, George it's Orwell, nineteen eighty four. Well, yeah, I, I suppose there's there's like there is so like the the banality of how it's just every single day, and um, and how you know how the insulting to to the people, the the actions and their words are and such, and so Susana bought satire such that it stings and spurs people into action, because people are just so dang tired, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, yeah, it can be oh man, I hope I didn't bring you down, listeners. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, ha- uh, the point, yeah. Having said that, do you think um, yeah. do you think comedians have uh, a role to play? And I mean, should they take it upon themselves to do something about that and 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 explore satire uh, in in I guess in in retaliation to the way things are right now locally. Um, I think <coughs> okay. I'm a uh, as 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 a stand-up comedian guy and a, a writer for a show that tries its hardest to to you know to to find where the line is and dance around it. We I think we have the tools and we have the voice and the avenue to do so. And if we can, we should. But but as comedians, we have to play to the crowd. So if the crowd is tired of listening, we 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 cannot lah unless we're super smart enough to do it. You know what I mean? Like we don't really have a rich enough media diet or freedom of media to for for some of us to be a satirist uh, uh, as a full one hundred percent thing to do. You know what I mean? 
<coughs> you have to just be funny to be funny and then you know do your satirical shit on Twitter or somewhere otherwise you know otherwise where are you gonna go this place is tiny um, but at the same time understand that satire is a tool that everybody can use so if you write somewhere on a blog you express your frustration your confusion or you know invite discussion on things uh, uh try to figure out if you there's a way for you to take action somewhere if you feel that taking action is something within your ability and you think you, you can you can reliably do um if you have a twitter account you have a youtube you have your friends just talk ask questions you know um try to understand uh, or try to express things and and welcome the idea of satire now i i oh, okay so long as we're talking about this uh, here's here's the missed opportunity uh with humor and with kanapa malaysian media likes to clamp down on a lot of uh, uh, uh you know not really we don't we don't really want you to have freedom press we don't want you to say things we like um because uh, the, the best opportunity here is this: if they actually allow people to become satire, to 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 do political satire on on the people in power, they can then normalize uh, 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 funny. Okay, so when you laugh, when you laugh at something, you normalize it, right? So take this take the the, the example of Sarah Palin. Tina Fey makes fun of Sarah Palin, and then Sarah Palin comes to the show, and and then she's now in on the joke. Now she's normalized. You think she's fine now, even though really realistically she shouldn't be. Same, the same thing could have really happened. Like the example I gave you of of Najib actually coming down to the guy who made the kita semua pengasuh spray paint. Just go and I've, I've forgot the name. <laughs> Donate to the guy. Forget the name. So uh, um, I go to the guy, shake his hand, and go. Ah, oh, this is pretty funny. I'm gonna wear the mask too. Jokey, jokey, jokey. Now suddenly, what are you gonna do? You know what I mean? Uh, Right, like if you because uh, again, um, funny normalizes things, and you can use that if you are in power as well to make your own statements and your own decisions and actions normal to people. But that's a missed opportunity for the the, the, the authority people in authority to use because they're not smart enough to think of doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So again, if, I say this as a yeah. So if Najib like go goes to Fami Reza and sort of. Puts on a clown yes, face okay, of his yeah. own, and uh, and you know may, becomes a clown of his own. Fami Reza would be really pissed off, right? Right. He would be right. Macam, exactly. Ah. Now there's no yeah. Now there's no power in yeah, his, his work it, it because the guy defeats is, is the purpose now, and he would stop exactly, doing it immediately. Yeah, the fact that he takes Fami Reza and masuk lokal lah pelbagai proves that it works. It gives him proves power. That they can talk. Yes, exactly. So again, I'm I'm not trying to be an advocate for 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 you know <laughs> for our guy, our beloved supreme leader. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, I'm sure he's a good guy in some aspect of his life. Uh, <laughs> uh, but what I mean to say is, comedy is a powerful powerful tool. So in whatever area of whatever in uh, in your life, try to understand it and try to be accepting of it. This this goes for people who are offended at jokes that that you think uh that you are saying much like, oh alma, um this joke hurts me. That is a very important uh point for you to notice and examine why you feel offended. Um, like uh I didn't know I would get offended at certain jokes. 
uh, until I heard stuff that goes on in the uh, you know the open mic uh, comedy nights, and I'm like, oh wow, this guy's saying this about this. I'm like, but why do I feel this? And I go out and I try to try to examine. Oh, this is because I feel a kinship towards this, and I don't understand this. I don't understand that. Like, uh, here here's an example. If somebody makes a satirical joke. Uh, or satirical performance, like uh, again, I'm, I'm blacking out the names. I think it's Alvin Tan who made the he plays with the keyboard and then he he does an Azan remix. That's Alvin Tan, right? I don't know. Oh, I think so. Okay, so let's say it's not him, somebody else. Uh, so he's so oh, this, is it Namui? Who's not? No, it's not Namui. Uh, Namui has more sense than that. Also, Namuri does does satire as well. He's uh, he's he's a sat- uh, he's, does his work is mainly satire. You can check him out. Um, so so uh, so this Chinese guy, the, he he remixes the Azan, right? And people are people here, of course, get pissed off. Be uh, they post uh, on Twitter, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna blah, 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 blah. but if you uh, engage with satire this way, then you fail to understand uh, uh, what exactly he's trying to point out, right? He, what he's doing is taking us that, he's making fun of it, and that's all it is. So his understanding is very limited. And so you yourself then need to understand that, okay, this guy is just an idiot, and you'll be fine with it. But if you're so pissed off, try to examine why that is, you know? Is it because you don't really uh, uh, understand the meaning of a Zen or, or like your faith is such that you rasa somebody making light of something that you care about is enough for you to melenting and, you know, be, uh, you, for you to not hold your adab anymore as, as the Rasulullah teaches, teaches us to do, then, you know, something's wrong there. I feel it's very important for for satire to shake things up, not just things of authority, but things that we hold sacred, things that we hold ta- taboo. These things, if they're poked a lot by satire, means we need to examine uh, what we, what the systems that we uh, have faith in, the systems that we believe in. The things that we hold them. sacred. Sa- yeah, things that we hold sacred. So that satire forces us to, well, satire pokes this open. And so we now have to work harder to hold on to that, right? When we when we work harder, then it becomes stronger. So so this is what the tool of satire is. Even in even in a world where we are not under, you know, we even in a world where where our taxes are used hundred percent to its full capacity and, and usefully to the rest of the people, in even in a world where you don't have any enemies, satire can always be poked at a lot of things. You know, at language, at relationships. At, you know, established systems of I don't know uh, education and all all these all these other stuff, and um, uh, yeah, I think people should when you are op- when you want to satirize other person, you must be aware that you can be satirized yourself. Things that you hold dear, so this takes a lot of it takes a lot of work, like, a lot of thinking, a lot of examining yourself, a lot of being okay with not knowing things. And uh, it's scary. So so yeah. But but it's something I think is worth, you know, uh, worth thinking about a lot and worth uh, adding into your media diet satire. That is okay. Uh, bringing it back to Malcolm Gladwell's episode. You know, when I listened to that, I I held satire in high regard and thought it was it was uh, an amazing amazing thing, but. You know, being faced with the reality that Malcolm Gladwell showed in that episode, what mm-hmm. what steps could a comedian or a sat- satirist how is that how you say that word 
what steps could a satirist uh, make to stop themselves from being, you know, as he as he said, toothless? Okay. Um, now again, we already said that uh, who Malcolm described as toothless are are SNL, uh, uh, Tina Fey, specifically, because uh, not only does it not work. The person doing this satire ring is complicit in in making it not work yeah. by inviting the target in on the joke, kan? So uh-huh. um, it's as if Fabinaza sendiri pelawa Najib datang pakai topeng. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't that that will immediately immediately kill kill uh, the work. Um, so, but if you are are a satirist and you want your your things to not be toothless, then you need to. You, then you need to know what your message is and you need to drill down on that hard and you need to know that satire is not always funny. Um, uh, it is, it, it's funny because it often uh, veers into absurdity, you know? Um, when, like... Uh, yeah, it's okay. I, I, I keep trying to come up with examples. I, I should stop doing that when I don't have any. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what I need to say is... Uh, bu- 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 Satire. Wait, what was I? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, the 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 question was, um, what steps could a satirist take to always remain oh, aware oh, okay. or remain so, so, on okay. message right. or whatever? Alright, remember once again. So remember that you're on message, satirist. Remember you're on message. And you remember that satire is not always funny. The the when you l- go to Wikipedia and, and look for satire, can one of the first entries is this essay. Um, by I forgot who the guy was, but this essay is entirely satirical, and uh, I don't if I remember correctly, I don't. I don't um, yeah, I'm not gonna pull it up. But uh, this, this, the the essay is a proposal. I think I'm not sure if it's called. I'm not sure whether it's some some sort of proposal. Okay, the essay. Man, I'm really blanking on the names today. Um, where this um, some satire John something haha <laughs> white guy of course John something <laughs> so he wrote this uh, this satire right he's Irish if I remember right okay uh, where the proposal is because they are so so fam- so famished uh, he proposes that everybody begins to eat babies and he describes that babies are a lot of protein we can just make more babies we eat babies we become become stronger make more babies so the proposal is all is, is very I'm not sure if it's the indecent in, in proposal or not. It's per, definitely not a decent proposal. Like that's a movie. Okay. I'm not sure. So, so sorry. I'm, I'm a little. I digress. So back to the proposal that he's writing. So he's saying everybody should eat babies. Not true. But what he's doing that is to to point out that all these other measures that that the the government of the time was making, uh, uh was impractical. So don't tell people what to what to eat or what not to eat, but actually give them shit. You know he's trying to make a point. Wow. So so yeah, you, okay, okay, you get it right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but the, but reading it is not funny. It's it's, it's it's pure satire. So it's not it's not funny when you read it. It's like oh what he's really proposing. Oh right, of course this is absurd. There's no way this is serious. Yeah. Oh right, this is what he's actually trying to say. So so that's that's actual satire that that's cutting, um, uh, isn't isn't necessarily funny. So if you're a comedian and if you want to do satire and you want the satire to work, you have to stay on message and and when you do your piece of satire, make sure you know what that, that message is, 
and then just do that thing and then forget about being funny. Here's a guy who's he's a stand-up comedian who does a lot of uh, I would say satirical uh, uh, pieces and bits who very rarely gets like belly laughs or people laughing or people people quoting his jokes. It's uh, neat. Bill Hicks. You've heard his stuff, yeah? I wish I could say that I have. <laughs> okay, okay. So Bill Hicks, right? If you watch him, it's like, what? Well, this guy's not funny. I mean, if you if you if your traditional way of thinking is okay, a guy goes on stage, tells a joke, it's gonna be funny. Bill Hicks was not funny, but what he says are very incisive statements on uh, on, on the at the time. He makes critiques on capitalism, critiques on on materialism. Uh, critiques on and the anti-drug war and all these things. Is this the and, guy and that he, has a ponytail? He's really old. No, that's George Carlin. Yeah, uh, he Carlin. Also does, that's yeah, his yeah. Name. <laughs> Carlin does bits of that, but Carlin also puts jokes um. in a lot of his stuff. Um, Carlin's amazing. He's my favorite guy ever. But I mean, like, living or dead, he's my he's my favorite comedian. He is crazy. Um, he's crazy good. He yeah he's yeah he's I think he's second lah. I mean Eddie Izzard is still my favorite guy, but George Carlin is a close second because he's amazing. Anyway, so Bill Hicks, if you catch any footage of Bill Hicks, he's not he's he's not gonna make you laugh, but he'll make you think hard because he's very incisive and his his top shows are the best shows. I think the HBO thing that he recorded was was recorded in the UK, and he gets a lot of applause breaks instead of a lot of laughs. So that's also one way to yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's also one way to, to 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 stick to satire is to be okay with not being funny. That's very hard to do, uh, especially because comedians can we seek approval. So yeah, especially <laughs> if you, if you want to call yourself a comedian, I mean yeah, I c- I can only imagine. <laughs> it's very hard to do, and he did it, and it was very it was an important thing for for uh, to be accomplished at the time. Yeah. Uh, uh, in uh, I, I'm I, I'm going to take this discussion a bit uh, off, 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 tan- yeah, off tangent. No, uh, but it's it's it's. Ada kena mengenala juga sikit sikit. I think yeah. I don't Tangentially know. Tangentially related. Yeah. Tangentially related. Yeah. Yeah, like second cousin twice removed, kind of related. Yeah. <laughs> um, Go ahead. In in the first episode uh, that we recorded together. Um, you talked about um, change being very, very hard to happen in the Malaysian like art scene, right? Uh, working for the lembaga, uh, uh, lembaga apa? Nah, I can only remember lembaga penapisan, the 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 censorship board, um, mm-hmm. and seeing the insides of uh, that thing made you. You know, sort of sober up and uh, think that, or or rather witness that things are not very, you know, fantastic up there. If if we go to the yeah my 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 yeah to the traditional channels, it's quite difficult to to affect yeah. change on a large scale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, d- uh, my my question, I mean, fr- from that from that time still because i was you know yeah. dihalau by that uh, restaurant <laughs> was uh do you think you'll ever be in a position to be a changer 
uh, of what what is possible in within Malaysian arts do you think you personally uh, me myself would want to take on that uh, journey hmm. Hmm. Um, I um, I'll put on some music I, in this part don't worry about that <laughs> Uh, I his his okay. I do not have any aspirations to change um, a lot of people. Not because I don't want people to change. Because this is you know I I'm actually very I'm quite often frustrated with most people. <laughs> not not it's not their fault. It's just that you know the the frustration I think a lot of people have that other people why aren't other people thinking like me you know yeah, what I mean? yeah 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 why, why aren't other people yeah you know what i mean so i have that way too often i think and i know how how difficult it is when you hear somebody else try to change you or try to preach to you this is why i don't i don't feel like i i i, I don't aspire to be in a position where i can tell other people that's a motorcycle okay I don't. I don't aspire to be in a position where I I can change any any you know any group of people for the better. I'm also against you know group group think. I'm very against if a lot of people are doing something. I go well. That's them taken care of. That means I need to go somewhere else. Yeah. If people that's, are playing I'm, Pokemon I'm, Go, nope. <laughs> I'll stick to uh, my mean, Pokemon Red and Blue. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. But. Uh, but. Have keeping that in mind, I also believe that um, because I pursue, because I try my best to surround myself with people who have their own convictions on things, who who disagree with a lot of things that I do, and I always check myself. I try to try my best to check myself and all my actions and my decisions, and the things that I make and the things that I, I that I that I do creatively. Hopefully, by pursuing and making a lot of things. Uh, in the creative sphere and checking myself all the time whether or not I'm you know I'm being unfair to a certain thing or I'm not communicating things honestly by doing this by putting out good work I hope this is a way to sort of tangentially inspire other people to be creatively honest as well so but one thing that I know I've not done and I don't ever plan to do is to compromise my message. Like when I do anything creative, I make sure it sits well with my conscience. It sits well with uh, what I, what kind of message I want to put out there. Like I try not to, you know, do anything because uh, I think Iman has mentioned this before. In the in the comedy scene, of course, you say whatever you need to say to make people laugh. That's your job, but. If you, but some people will resort to you know misogynistic jokes or uh, punching down or being classist or uh, all these other you know things that perpetuate uh, negative thinking. I try my best not to do any of that. So so long as I put out a lot of good work and that I think is good work. So long as I put out a lot of work and I that you and can I be stick proud to of my principles. Yeah, I don't. I don't like to. Uh, like put put goals or see myself anywhere because that's never worked for me. <laughs> uh, I've never. Do you have? To be fair, do I, you have a time but, where you set a goal and it didn't work? I mean, it sounds like you have a very specific 
uh, example of uh, when it did not work for you? <laughs> uh, it sounds like it, right? Like I was about to lead up to something, but it actually, I, I just don't have... I don't put concrete goals in my head because I always try to think like a bunch of steps in front of me and this is why okay in uni I took uh, software right because I know that I can guess in the future everybody's gonna need this and uh, I took it but in uni of course I learned that I couldn't be in the environment really because one there's very few girls uh, but two <laughs> there is uh, there's much of this sort of culture that I the, the pattern of thinking among nerdy not because they're nerds but there's a certain pattern of behavior that I don't want to be a part of you know there's a certain shunning of the arts and a certain disdain for people who are intellectually lazy I'm like I'm not I'm not I want to be inclusive and be open to people so uh, but with that in mind I started in the middle of uni studying tech I, I started thinking well I should start writing now because I like to do it hopefully if I write a lot and give it away for free people will hire me and that's what happened and I used to have this, this thinking in my head I want to have a TV show but now that dream doesn't make sense anymore nobody will want a TV show because there's like a billion shows and nobody's watching you know what I mean so so I feel I've, since then seeing that okay if I have a goal I want to make a video game and then it doesn't work because now games are now you know people can make Flappy Bird and and for nothing and then and then and get millions. I'm like okay, so that doesn't work. Where the the line that I'm going, I understand. I think uh, in uni years that the world is moving too fast for me to have a goal that is, that looks like a thing. It's silly to have because the world changes too fast. If I say I want, uh, if now, now, kids now will probably think, hmm, I want to be a, a, a video game live streamer. But by the time they reach the age where they're free enough to do that, the world is going to look completely different. You know, maybe streaming doesn't become a thing anymore. You don't know. Uh, right? Me saying video game streamer as a job sounds crazy five years ago. Merely five years ago, it sounds insane. But now... People are, you know, it's esports. People are, this is their jobs. They train their fingers. This is a real thing. So, like, um, I think. And they get millions and millions in prize. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And these are, these are athletes. And they get the girls. So, like, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I try my best since Unila, really, not, not to have a tangible goal that I can see, but instead, a set of principles and a set of, like, uh, toolkit that I think I can I can I can uh, practice and hone and have a good enough portfolio and give as much of my good work for free as possible. You know, be just Steve Martin again. You know, be so good that they can't ignore you. So then they haven't. <laughs> I didn't. I did not. When I was in uh, in the in my final years of uni, watching a lot of Craig Ferguson in your late show. I was like, man, there's so many things you can do here. I can write this joke and that joke. It'll be fun to write. But I did not aspire to that. And I think part of part of me not aspiring to it is what led me to be able to write a show with Harit Iskandar in the first place. Because I just focused on my work. You know what I mean? I see. Um, uh, to me, this is... I'm, uh, I'm sorry if I'm uh, you know, impeding your train of thought. But to me, this sounds like uh, like a very non-traditional route to take. Traditionally, you would you you might at least my, uh, you know 
uh, my parents used to say, you know, uh, you know, be something and then habe, that's it. Uh, <laughs> I, what, what I've always heard teachers tell me is that, you know, you have to have a cita-cita, like doctor or architect or do whatever and reach that and then you're done. You're good. You're good to go. You're going to die. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds familiar. Yeah. What you're explaining to me right now sounds very non-traditional. I'm wondering, do you know where that comes from? I mean, where that kind of thinking came from? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm always very... I, my, I guess my parents... It's suddenly about me now, but whatever. It's my podcast. It is your podcast. <laughs> um, own it. <laughs> um, uh, la, la, la. I I'm very because I I I think as any kid, right? You ask a lot of questions to your parents, and they'll try to answer the best they can. And one thing that I just picked up is that uh, I need to just keep asking questions until you know until I'm satisfied. And and often these questions will lead me to to things to 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 answers that I that that will lead me to stuff. So one of the early things that I ask is all these teachers who tell me, you know, you need to blah, 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 blah. I will ask them, yo, uh, what did you study when you were in uni? What did you want to be? And nine times out of ten, none of these teachers wanted to be teachers. And I asked my uncles, uh, hey, you work at a bank now. What did you used to, to study? Oh, I studied, you know, engineering. Like, okay. I didn't press further because usually when they say this, their faces drop. And I'm like, so what is the correlation between all of this? And I just, you know, sort of get into my head that, well, it's the future thing. So, like, it's hard to imagine the future, really. We think we kind of know, but we don't. I mean, this time last year, if you, te- if, you, if you told me this time last year, no, this time last year, if you told me two years ago, uh, hey, Muz, um, you want to, you know, you want to perform for Harris Kanda at Simon Dabi, yes, I something. He's going to give you his own suit jacket and uh, <laughs> and he's going to quote your jokes back to you two weeks after you told him the jokes. And I'm like, yeah, nah, dude, shut up. Let's make a YouTube video. But, um, be, but it has happened. So, Chum, uh, I think, Way back when, when I understood that, okay, the future is hard to predict for a lot of people. And so to prepare for the future is very hard. And since we can't see it, what we can control, however, is ourselves and our toolkit. Like, okay, are you good at X? Um, uh, things, that are, uh, things that are always going to be around, like people. People are always going to be around. Communication. You talk to somebody, of course, they're always going to be around. Um, are, you, are you smart enough to put things together? Are you smart enough to count numbers? Are you smart enough to this or that or whatever? Um, it's hard to quantify, but these are the things you need to hone and, and uh, prove of this, prove of how good you are at anything is what you make, I think. I, because I like to make stuff. So I got it early on that I just need to make some stuff or a lot of stuff such that um, that what things that I make eventually will make me. You wow. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I, get, I get the picture that your parents uh, were really encouraging of this kind of, uh, the, I guess, They stayed uh, out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> how how <laughs> yeah. nice of them. Yeah, how nice of them to not be around. <laughs> such, such that I have to figure everything out myself. 
<laughs> but yeah, they they were <laughs> they were quite tula. They're like, oh, you doing this? Yeah, right, sure. You know, they don't they don't try to impose any of their ideals onto me, which I'm glad for. Really? I mean, I mean, work wise, work wise lah. Work wise, they don't. Everything else wise, yes. Not everything else lah. I mean, you know, my dad was never really around. So because he's a he's an airplane airline uh, commercial airline pilot. Oh. So I don't see him around as much. Yeah, my mom, my mom is a lecturer, so she's ah. she's uh, out, out a lot. So I don't really, you know, as as growing up, the early the early first, I, I want to say first ten years of my life, I don't really talk to my parents. I'm, I'm first born, so I had to figure shit out on my own. So like, yeah, I guess this is it. So yeah. Do do, do you do, do you think your brothers have um, the same kind of a line of thinking as you, your brothers and sisters? I'm sorry. Uh, I think some of them do. Yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, because um, because they well they have we have the same parents, so <laughs> so yeah, and I'm I'm just looking at what they do and how my parents are quite supportive of whatever it is, like oh you want to go to school to learn how to cook yeah okay go ahead that's what that's my brother, yeah go ahead and we'll support you so and then he did and so he it was good I'm very grateful to have parents who are willing to support us whatever we do. Um, you know, uh, academically and 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 work-wise, I mean. Um, also, but also, it's very slightly partly me maneuvering myself around because I think I told you, yeah, sure, it was you, where <laughs> in the first episode of the podcast I did with you, where I said the 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 cita cita I have was nanti mak marah. Like oh, I always think, uh, yeah, uh-huh. right. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't want to tell you because I feel like maybe I can accomplish this on my own quietly, so that you can, you can be okay and you know not have it in your head that I'm and I'm, that I'm elsewhere yeah. driving ice cream trucks or whatever it is I decide to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Thank you for sharing that. It's uh, a no, no problem. Yeah, it's uh, it's always <laughs> interesting for me to see. You know the making of a person, <laughs> if you can call it that. Uh, you 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 like reading autobiographies or biographies? I, I wish I, I could. I wish I could say that. Uh, I mean, uh. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I think I like listening to them more than I like reading to them. More. Just in general. Oh, then 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 you should get Audible. Ar- go to audible.com <laughs> for audiobooks. Use your promo code Pencha to get to the four hundred four page. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I use the promo code four hundred four. Audible, uh. Audible books. <laughs> Listen. Audible books. To yeah. static. The, <laughs> yeah, the Audible book we recommend is the Buku Tiga Lima, and uh, the audio book is great. I heard that 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 episode with Malcolm Gladwell was good though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The wait wait, I uh. This is not. I'm doing okay. Yo, um, I I heard of this really cool uh, uh, book title. I wanted to read, but I didn't have the time. All right. So so I downloaded the audio book, but I misclicked. So what I downloaded instead was the Spanish version of the audio book. Oh. But but the good thing is though you understand I Spanish the subtitles. Oh. So, okay. Yeah. I got the subtitles. <laughs> you got the subtitles to I got, I got subtitles, to the audio book. So yeah. yeah, that's very yeah. very yeah, helpful. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you time. did. 
Yeah. Did you get the uh, director's commentary as well? In, oh, in like, Spanish. Did I, oh, I did. I did actually. Yeah? I did, I downloaded the. It's a separate track, but it's uh, it's in Japanese. Oh, it's so in Japanese, of to, course. Yeah. Of course, yeah, it is. But I, but I got the subtitles for that one. It also. Okay. Which is in which was in Russian. Beautiful. So I had to the subtitles in Russian. So I have to like you know. Yeah. It's fun. You're, I think you're it's, a, uh, what's the title? You're a citizen of the world, and the world appreciates you. <laughs> Yeah, what's the uh, what's the title of the book? I'm trying to remember what the title is. Um, yeah, it's uh, uh, Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I think Have you I'm, read that one? I'm, I I I saw it uh, in the movie I Am Sam. Could, yeah. Yeah. Do you know the movie don't I tell, Am don't, Sam? Don't, That's no, Sean no, Penn. No, no spoilers about the book. Oh uh, yeah, Sean Penn. Uh, you know, I wanted to watch the movie I Am Sam, but I didn't have time, so I just downloaded the audio movie. Oh, I mean, yeah. I hope you got the subtitles too. Uh, I didn't have to because the movie was in Indonesian. Oh, okay. So it was great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I watched the English yeah. version, so the dubbing sounded really weird. The the yeah. The mouths moved differently and and all that stuff. Right. Everyone was wearing batik, but they were talking in American accents. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure that wasn't actually a, a recording for an Omno meeting or what? Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute Check the title again, what is it? It's Amno Perhimpunan Agong 1973 Ah, see, I mean, it's a Goodness gracious Mix up on the Damn it, it's been my favorite movie for five years now I mean, that's why the story doesn't quite make sense to you, right? Like yeah, he's, he's I was, I was wondering, I mean, what, what's with their obsession with Chris all of a sudden? Yeah, this thing, I mean, this, 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 yeah. Yeah, why did, why, uh, why, this, why this, did they hate uh, other you, races? Is <laughs> why is it so racially charged this why, movie? Uh, why is it so and, racially and where, charged? Where is Sean Penn here? Why is he just in the background? You see the back of his head, you think. Why does ev- and then he never is. Why does everyone <laughs> look like around. me? Yeah, it's so odd, man. I mean, Netflix has got to fix their algorithm or something because yeah, this I, is going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah I, no. I just, I just uh, got Netflix like uh, two days ago. Hey, no, three days ago. Yes. And I've been watching, and I've been watching BoJack Horseman and oh my God. Yes. Yo, yo, BoJack. so good. Me and the, me, me and the other comics, we, uh, we, we, we watched the uh, second season, when your last, when your final six episodes together. Uh-huh. And um, Wait, yeah, I'm, it's a bad I'm, idea, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I, I just, I'm just starting on season two. Uh huh. And oh my gosh, I, I didn't know anything could be written so cleverly, and so funnily, and so heartbreakingly. Yeah, oh, I just relate so much, and it's 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 <laughs> up there, man. It's up there with uh, Rick and Morty, uh, as yeah, as you? as my nice. as my favorite, man. Oh, it's so good. Mm. Yeah, Bojack Horseman. This show is brought to you by Bojack Horseman. Yeah. Bojackhorseman.com slash metopacha. The promo code is four four. Ah, gosh. Promo code mzankrx. Hey. All right. Um, of course. 
Uh, right, I think uh, it's uh, we we good to because it's about about one hour an hour plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's almost an hour. Yeah. Okay. Almost an hour. You're in. Yeah. I'm on one hour already. Yeah, this is, this, but by the way, this this part is the best part of the podcast. <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm already in an hour. Are you? Hey, that, that busy. Oh, yeah, all these technical, technical, technic, technicalities. Um, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I I hope you guys uh, check out Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History episode about satire paradox. That's good. It's essential listening to understand what we're talking about most of the time. Yeah, um, and also uh, read up about all the other episodes are really great too. They just finished season yeah. one, ten episodes. Hopefully, season two yep. is coming because it, because it it has quickly become one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, yeah, also, uh, yeah, I hope uh, whatever we talk about Setayer here makes sense to all you guys. Uh, hopefully, man, I'm so worried about people not understanding. I, I, I'm just, I apologize. I, I apologize if I sound like, you know, a little worrying about who the listenership is. <laughs> if you understand what I'm talking about and you appreciate the thing, mm-hmm. give a little comment, you know, just a thumbs yeah. up or like something. I crave your feedback. Yeah, or stomp, anyway, stomp on the ground once. For yes, and twice for no. Yeah, and stop the promo code four o four. Four zero. Alright, we gotta. I think yeah, we're we, we, yeah we're beating that to the ground too much. <laughs> uh, well, God, we're, right. we're uh, beating a dead horse, a Bojack horse, ayo, man. Ah, uh, guys, guys. Um. This, uh, this, uh, this. What, what am I going to talk about? This podcast is going off the rails. Um, we, uh, we're, we're done. Uh, come and come to the crack house. Uh, Comment, like, and subscribe. Oh. Uh, yes, uh, subscribe to the podcast if you care for it. Mental uh, on all the social channels. Anwahadi, at Twitter. Rate it five stars on iTunes. Review us. You may yeah. you may not also, know it, but it really helps the podcast out. <laughs> Oh, wow! <laughs> no, okay, have have you, have you ever heard that phrase being said in a podcast? No, no? It's, fun, it's only funny to you right now. I hear and, it. Uh, and to, uh, and I hear to people it. Who are on I hear it I so many podcast. times. Yeah, I hear. Uh, I it's a, you know, uh, for uh, rate five stars and leave a review. You, uh, you know, it helps the podcast a lot. I mean, a lot of people say that. I mean, at least the podcast that I listen to. <laughs> okay, then. That was uh, that was something Anwar said just so he would be laughing, guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a I mean, one. I thought that's I thought it was an inside joke, but uh, that's fell what flat. you think, you know. That, but that's, that's like me on open like. night. That's me on open if night. You, <laughs> that's me agree, on open open mic. That's me, just me laughing if, by myself. <laughs> if you if you laugh at the same moment Anwar did, leave a comment on the SoundCloud. <laughs> And, and hashtag hugs for Anwar. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, also, seriously, seriously though, I hope you guys have been continuing to listen up to this point because I legit am doing a show um, on the twenty uh, seventh and twenty eighth. We forgot to play the theme song. Twenty six. The what? We forgot to play. I'm, the I'm trying pl- to. I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing a plug. What, what are you the, talking about? The plug's theme song. We should play the plug's theme. All right, I'm going to plug stuff. 
Let's listen to some plugs. Plugs. I'm plugging. I'm plugging. I'm plugging. I'm plugging. I'm plugging. Great. Um, on the August twenty sixth and twenty seventh, I will be performing at at the crack crack house, Headliner Nights. Um, come over. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be me and a bunch of other local comedians. Headliner Nights just means all the best stuff. And it's gonna be a packed show, guys. Come on over. It's gonna be great. Um, also, as usual, every Tuesdays at PGLA is one mic stand, and every Wednesday night at Crack House Tamantun is the open mic nights at the Crack House. Okay, anything you wanna plug, Anwar? My uh, classes are running just like as usual. So, uh, where where is that? Yeah, at school. SK. Uh, sekolah kebangsaan tu 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 and okay so sekolah kebangsaan etc etc and uh, yeah uh, tiga anggun uh, tiga dedikasi tiga and dua effective uh, jangan lupa masuk kelas buat kerja nice be nice uh, smell nice alright guys thank you so much for listening to our driver um, love each other cheers man Okay. Goodbye, all. Bye. And that's it. Okay. I'm gonna stop recording. Oops. Oops. Uh.